to the Around the Dental World podcast. I'm Vadat, one of your hosts. I'm a second year dental student at JCU. And joining me is my co-host, Dylan, who's a third year dental student at UCC. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, if you want to listen to some of our previous episodes of the show, you can totally do that. They're available on both my Instagram page as well as the Bodit's page. I'm at Dylan, the dental student, and then obviously Smiles with the Bodit. Um, you can also listen to an audio version of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dylan. So let's get started. The format of the show is the same as always. So we're going to start off with three main questions and then do a little quick speed round of questions and then give our guest the chance to share anything he may want to add and then announce our next special guest. Sounds good. So let's begin the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to present the sixth guest on the Around the Dental World podcast, the awesome Dr. Richard Liu. Okay, yeah, so Richard, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, just let us know what school you're uh, attending um, and what you're up to. Yeah, um, so currently I'm a first-year pediatric dental resident um, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I'm originally from California, so still adapting to the weather and everything. But yeah, just um, kind of cool adapting to the new location, being away from home, and just residency life. So yeah, happy to be here and what you guys are doing is super cool. So definitely keep up the good work. Appreciate that. Okay, let's get started with the questions then. So Richard, what's like the main reason and like what was kind of like your journey into getting into the dental field? Yeah, so for me, it started off, I think when I was five. Um, that's when I told my mom that I want to become a dentist actually. Um, so growing up, none of my parents were um, dentists at all. They were both immigrants from China. And so for both of them, um, dental care really wasn't emphasized as part of them growing up. Um, so as a result, they weren't really quite sure how to take care of my teeth. And so I had a lot of dental problems as a kid. And I was even sent to um, the operating room to get a full mouth um, um, rehabilitation for um, my teeth and everything like that. So as a result, I got to know my own pediatric dentist growing up really, really well. Mm-hmm. At that point in my life when I was five I had no clue what dentistry entailed and what it involved but what I did know was that my pediatrician was very very nice and he made me feel accomplished and he always made me laugh so I kind of just wanted to follow in his footsteps mm-hmm. and how I first thought about becoming a dentist and then I came, actually came back to my own pediatric dentist as a high school student to shadow him and then that's when I thought yeah this is what I want to do when I grow up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of like full circle then, just how it started and then you got to shadow him. Yeah, Yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, so you kind of already answered why you wanted to do pediatrics specifically. Um, So I won't ask you that again. But um, was there any other specialty that you kind of also considered, like when you, after you were finished dental school, were you looking at like, say, like something like endo or perio or something like that? Yes, question. So for me, I'm kind of the weird case where I kind of knew from high school (laughs) that I wanted to keep um, and just ever since then I really didn't change my mind so I even came to dental school you know as a result really wanting to do peds and so just something that I really never like consider any other specialty I mean there are some specialties which are interesting but for me just peds all the way that's good you know what you want and you're going for it so that's Mm -hmm. amazing yeah, yeah, definitely helps, like, saving time and all the headache of trying to decide what you want to do. Yeah. 
It's a great, so, great specialty. I like, I like them right now in my third year. Like we were doing quite a bit more peds and stuff, and like it's, I think it's one of my favorite specialties to be honest with you. But you know, seeing what everything that you post about like all those other pediatric dentists out there, like it's very, it's it's, it's very inspiring to see how many there are, and uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, definitely. I feel, I feel like with peds, um, you kind of get a flavor of a little bit of everything dentistry. For working with little kids, so you can still do like endo procedures, but little kids, you can still do some restorative stuff. I feel like for a lot of other specialties, like if you're an endodontist, you're not really necessarily doing fillings and crowns and things like that. If you're an orthodontist, you're not necessarily doing a certain like endo procedures and stuff like that. So I feel like with peds, it's still pretty broad, almost like a general dentist, where you're focusing on kids. So definitely. Yeah, keep... true. I never thought of it like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how have you been liking residency? And how have you found it different from dental school? Um, so for me, definitely residency is very different from dental school. I personally prefer residency way more. Um, with dental school, I always felt that there was so much information. I still remember the first day of um, the dental school, um, one of the professors saying, trying to learn all the information, trying to drink water from a fire hydrant, just so much information all at once, and you can only digest a certain amount. So that was definitely overwhelming with, dentist with dental school. And also, I didn't like the idea of how you had to be kind of good at everything and succeed in all your courses. While in residency, it's um, your focus on what you actually enjoy doing, what you really want to do. And of course, the independent residency as, as well, um, because in um, dental school, you need all of these prep checks and um, approval from your faculty and things like that. But that being said, in residency, you still need to talk to like your attendings or anything like that, but there's way more freedom that you almost feel like you're your own dentist. And so that's definitely been very cool with residency. And that's interesting. Yeah, and I guess like you've always wanted to be in pediatrics. So now that when you're like the main focus is that, it's probably, that's probably why you're also enjoying it much more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I just want you to kind of explain some to some of the listeners who aren't really sure, but like how long is like your residency and like how do you kind of like apply after dental school? Like how does that process work? Yeah, so for PEDS, um, it's typically a two-year residency after your dental school training, but there are some programs, I believe, like UCSF and then UNC, University of North Carolina, that are three years, um, and for those, there's more opportunities to do more research, or if you want to get like an MPH or things like that, um, but typically PEDS is a little shorter faculties, um, I believe like perio ortho and pros are all typically around three years then pedos typically two years um so that's kind of the main path but um for the typical pedo resident it's very widespread you have um, residents like me and some other co-residents who are straight from dental school and then you also have other residents who um, have practiced for a while like um you know two years or five years or what it be and then they just decide later on that maybe they really like doing peds while they're a general dentist and they decide to specialize in it. So there's a, um, a very wide variety in terms of what a typical pediatric resident is like. So, Like, I was kind of curious, like, how many patients do you get to see then, like, a, during, like a day during your residency? Like, is there, is it kind of different day to day or how does that kind of work? Yeah, so different um, pediatric dental programs will have different patient volumes. Um, there's like hospital-based programs, and that's where 
the bulk of your training is done at a hospital. And as a result, typically they have higher patient volume. And there's also university-based. That's when you're affiliated with like university. But I'll say on average with like my residency, it can range from anywhere from like 10 to maybe even like 15 patients. Um, that's wow. patients for your own um, schedule, your own column, like in dental school, how you follow up with your own patient pool. And then there's also a hygiene column where the hygiene see the patients, then you come in, run in and do like a quick check and talk to the parents. So it's pretty variable. And especially if you have like OR days or in the operating room, you're working on patients that can be anywhere from like three to maybe four patients. So. Okay. So that's, that kind of uh, concludes the three main questions. So we'll kind of move on to the speed round now. Um, so kind of like I've noticed like with your Instagram, you post a lot about like other pediatric dentists around the world. So I was kind of wondering like what kind of made you decide to, to do that and uh, to share other people's stories? Yeah, so for me, it was mainly because when I was applying to pedo residencies, this was during the height of COVID. It was, I'll say like 2020, 2021. And um, with the fact that you're just doing everything virtually, um, really limited your ability to network and talk to different people. And personally for my dental school, it didn't have a pediatric residency. So I didn't have the luxury of just chatting with um, the residents and getting more info about the programs there. So um, in terms of my own experience, my only way to get info for other residencies was either like the AAPD website, it's the official website with a brief info and summary of each um, residency. And then also just like talking to uh, maybe upperclassmen, but that was pretty limited information. And as you probably know from maybe like researching like dental school websites, at a certain point, everything kind of blends together. They all sound very, very similar. Um, of course, everything's very politically correct. You don't really know what's um, the bad sides of programs and dental schools and things like that. So kind of same thing with residency. At a certain point, things all start to kind of blend together. And then so what I really wanted to do was to create an opportunity for residents to summarize and for um, potential um, applicants to maybe DM them and ask them like, hey, like, um, I love what you're saying about the residency. Are there like any catches? What do you did not like or something like that? So people can give like their honest truth and um, that way you can get a full picture of what you're getting yourself into for residencies. Yeah, that's really kind of you that like you knew that that wasn't really available for you. So you want to make it more available for other people. That's a really initiative. Yeah, applying to residency is stressful and then the whole thing with matching, there's always a possibility that you won't match and you spend so much time, effort and money into doing it. So it's very like high stakes and very stressful, just a little something to help, hopefully help um, reduce the stress for applicants, so. Was yeah, it, was, was, sorry, sorry, but was it, was there, was it more stressful for you when you were applying to residency or like when you were applying to dental school, like, like with the whole matching process, what was more stressful for you? Um, so for my situation, definitely was residency. Um, okay. For dental schools, I was part of uh, um, a celery dental program. So this is something that I applied to from high school. And then so with this program, there's like different tracks. I did the three plus three track, and that means I do three years of undergrad. And then after um, ma making sure I complete certain requirements by maintaining like a certain GPA and DAT, um, by this contract with this accelerator program, I essentially get a guaranteed interview to the dental school. Okay. And definitely relieved a lot of stress knowing that there's like this safety net, knowing that at least as long as I maintain the certain DAT score and GPA, I'm like pretty much guaranteed an interview. And that's almost synonymous with getting a 
acceptance. So that was definitely um, less stressful. And I still remember with um, residencies, it probably like the week leading up to match day. Match day is when you find out if, whether or not you'll get into a residency. It was probably the most stress I've ever been. Um, every single night I had this same dream where my phone beeped and I was about to check the location. And then when I was about to check, I woke up. And that same oh. <laughs> oh my God. So that was pretty brutal, but um, I was super, super nervous. But um, luckily for me, um, it turned out pretty okay. So I was really happy when I found out. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of torturous, that same dream again and again. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, it worked out and <laughs> you're on your way to yeah. becoming a So mm-hmm. what's one of your favorite things about working with kids? With kids, honestly, it's a huge, it's um, very refreshing from just like conversations with adults. Because it's funny, it's with adults, you know, we've learned as we get older, there's certain things that we weren't supposed to say. We build up like a filter. Kids haven't like learned that filter yet. So they just say whatever is on their mind. They're completely, yeah. you ask them, hey man, what do you think about my shirt? They'll say, oh, it looks ugly. Then it looks ugly. So <laughs> there's all like super cute and everything. Their heads are so big, they're like little bobble heads walking around. And especially in Wisconsin, when like it's winter time, that the big, <laughs> bigger, like kind of cool and always fun working with them. It's definitely tiring towards the end of the day, because I guess in general working with patients, you're kind of on stage. But for kids, actually, like even more so, you have to be animated and talk to them. It's like constantly talking. And then for me, I'm like naturally very, very introverted, so my social battery is completely drained at the end of the day. But definitely for me, I feel like. Working with kids is very rewarding and fun, so. Richard, a few months ago, we were talking about uh, one of the sporting events because, like, you're a San Francisco 49ers fan, right? And, like, I'm a, I'm a Packers fan. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that didn't end well for me, but uh, <laughs> a playoff game. But uh, so one of our other questions was, if you were the dentist of a sports team, which team would you want to be the dentist for? Would it be San Francisco or a different team? I guess for this would be a little different since hopefully I'll be working with kids and not um, with adults or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe being the pediatric dentist for um, the kids of the Golden State Warriors. I really like the Warriors. So it'd be cool if I'm like maybe like the dentist for um, Steph Curry's, um, you know, daughter and things like that would be pretty cool. So yeah, Steph Curry's awesome. So <laughs> no, that's a good answer. Yeah. Wait, so wait, so sorry, but another, another follow-up, because, like, I'm just curious about this, but, uh, it's, like, so since you live in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. like, is there, like, a lot of the kids that come in, do they wear, like, Green Bay Packers stuff, or? Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah, um, they're always decked out in the gear. I realized from going to Wisconsin that, um, Wisconsin people are super into sports, and I wasn't yeah. too much football, um, coming here, but after, like, talking to my co-residents, kind of being immersed in Wisconsin, I've been more into football, but what's funny, too, is one of my, um, ortho patients um, her parents like diehard um, Packers fans and asked her oh like what kind of color do you want for your um for your a ties and she's like, oh can I pick um red and gold so she picked the Niners colors oh wow her parents their parents kind of laughed it off I was kind of joking them like oh like I converted your daughter so yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good I guess you're making it fun being at the dentist then and so did you enjoy going to the dentist as a child yeah, so for me, um, it was always a very enjoyable experience, and that's part of the reason why I was drawn to dentistry. Um, it's just my own, like, you know, like I said, the pediatric dentist is very, very cool. And he's always, like, a very fun guy. 
and they had the coolest setup too. They had like this little train that like ran across the whole room and they had like this little video game arcade. So it was a little boy that was like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I remember nice. like at my dentist, he, my dentist used to have like a treasure chest and like that's why I used to like going like to the dentist. I was like, oh, what, like, what toy am I going to get next? Like, and I just remember that memory and that kind of like kind yeah. of carried on all those years. Even obviously after I was like mm -hmm. a little kid or whatever, but yeah, it's like those little things that the dentists do, like when you're a kid, because they make it, they make you feel so important, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and that's that's so important with pediatric dentists. So, because kids obviously like seeing the dentist, it's not like something they want to necessarily go, you mm -hmm. know, go do or whatever. But if you make it a great experience for them, then they most likely want to come back. Yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. Like, I feel like in general, um, working in people's mouths, it's like a very personal invasive space. And so letting a stranger, complete stranger, and just do all the stuff in your mouth is definitely requires a level of trust. So I feel like um, with working with kids, you really have to build that trust. And it's not just a trust for the time when they're in your clinic, but I feel like it's to set them up for the rest of their life. Because yeah. I've seen patients in dental school who are like in their 70s and 80s, and they just have this extreme anxiety. And I you know, talked to them a little bit more about it, and they just talked about these horrible experiences as a kid. And it really does affect them for a lifetime. So hopefully, you know, as a pediatric dentist, you're setting them up for success and letting our, you know, other dental colleagues have a, um, you know, anxiety-free patients. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. So the last question of the, the speed round is, okay, so you've told us that you were originally from San Francisco, but now you live in Wisconsin. So like what weather do you kind of prefer? Like the nice hot weather in San Francisco or the kind of like the cold, you know, weather in Wisconsin? Um, so for me, I definitely still, I like the warmer weather of California versus yeah. I've been getting more used to it, but everyone's here has been saying that so far it's been pretty mild winter. When they say mild, like minus 10, like Celsius. So I yeah. know, like their sense of cold is completely different from my definition of what cold is. So definitely still prefer the warm. California weather for sure. Yeah, like me and Abada, like we're Canadians, so like we're, we're used to the cold. Like, I mean, minus ten. Like Abada can probably say like, that's not that cold to be honest. It can get anywhere from like minus twenty. I know in def definitely Wisconsin, it can get much colder than that. So yeah, but you guys are in. So Dylan, you're in Ireland now, and Abada's in Australia now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're doing dental school a little bit differently. <laughs> yeah. Is the there is it different as well is it like a four-year thing like in the u.s or is it different so yeah my program's four years here um but yes like the way it kind of works like in in uh, ireland because it's equivalent to canada same with australia um so like we come to school here four years and then we write our canadian board exam here so then when mm -hmm. we go back to canada we're licensed so like it's a yeah like there's three countries there's new zealand australia and ireland so like those are like the three like the trinities of school or sorry countries that are accredited in uh, Canada. So, okay. and I think yeah, exactly. I didn't. Yeah, know. five years though, but I didn't have to do undergrad, so it's like straight from high school. Oh, so it's five years straight from high school. Yeah. Oh wow, that's like way faster. So probably way younger than like like dentists in the U.S. Then. Yeah, <laughs> a little. <laughs> yeah. Hey Richard, didn't you did you do a six year program? Am I remembering that correctly or? Yeah program and that was at U of, U of P right yeah so it's, I guess a total of like six years so it's three years for undergrad and then three years for dental school because that dental school is like it's one of the reader programs where 
I think it's one of the only three-year programs in the country. Typically, it's four years. But I've heard in other countries, like for medical training and dental school in general, it's like it's much faster than the U.S. So, well, I mean, six years versus eight years, right? So it's uh, <laughs> it's nice that you didn't have to do those other two years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Richard, thank you so much for joining us on all these amazing answers. I'm sure a lot of people learned something new and definitely are very inspiring for anybody trying to become a pediatric dentist. And if you are interested, you should definitely check out his Instagram page at dr.richie, since then you can see more insight into what it's like being a pediatric dentist. And is there anything else you'd like to let our audience know about what's going on in your life or plug anything in? Um, just my main goal is hopefully to eventually have a little debrief summary of every single um, pediatric dental residency in the U.S. So hopefully if, you know, if you went to residency or something, you can feel free to give me a DM and we can talk together and um, start making those goals. So definitely my goal is to have every residency out there with like the residency guys can feel free to like network them, ask them questions. But yeah, definitely uh, feel free to do that. And shout out to you guys for doing this podcast. I think it's really cool. It takes a lot of time and effort. So props to you guys. <laughs> thank you so much yeah thanks so yeah. much Richard no you're awesome man like you're such a great resource for people who are interested in pediatrics so they can obviously check out your page to get some answers that they might they might be looking for um yeah thank you so much for joining us Richard really appreciate it so we're excited to announce the next guest uh, after Richard on the show it's uh, our good friend uh, Josie at Josie Dental so we can't wait to have her on the show her episode is going to air on April 17th so you can check it out uh, then. And then um, actually all our episodes now, they'll be airing on every Sunday from now. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, thanks again, Richard. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Yeah. Take care.